Hardies podcast. I am Cami, the Hooked Hardy, and you all know my lovely co-host Casey. Hello, I'm decked out in Christmas here. This is a virtual background, but you know what? I wish my house looked like this right now. It'll get there someday, darling. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. That was a real background. Oh boy, <laughs> I am honored. But this yeah, is okay, Casey. Really, it, it looks. Maybe it's just because I'm on my my iPhone, but it looks it looks real. That's a really well, good background. Well, thank you. You can also check these out at HallmarkChannel.com for their wonderful Zoom backgrounds that look very realistic. <laughs> <laughs> well, the cat's out of the bag. We have a very familiar face that we are chatting with today, Mr. Andrew Walker. Hi, Andrew. Hi, guys. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. Hello. Lovely to time. have you again. Lovely to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me on. So we've got a couple of things to chat with you about today. Number one, how the heck are you? It's been a bit. Been a bit? Yeah, we were saying, right? It's been almost mm -hmm. a, a year now. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, a lot has a lot has happened. It's been it's it's been a great year, I have to say. I'm uh, I'm I'm blessed to say that it's been a really positive year for my family um getting the kids into different activities we we're just talking about you know i'm coaching my son in baseball and uh, my wife and i have been able to get out travel a little, a little bit we're planning our holiday travel now which is nice to know that we can actually travel back to canada not have to quarantine for a couple weeks so that's yeah. nice but everything has been going really really well i have to say it's uh, i can't complain Wonderful. Glad to hear it. Okay. Now let's get to some really good stuff. Let's talk about your new Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah. My Christmas family tree that you are starring with Amy Teagarden, correct? Yes. All right. Yes. Amy Teagarden and, uh, and James, we can't, can't forget James Tupper. James Tupper is a, oh, of a course not. great actor and, and just a phenomenal guy. And he brings a lot to this movie. Who does he play? He plays Richard Hendricks, who's Amy Teagarden's birth father. Because Amy Teagarden uh, was in the foster care system. Uh -huh. And she takes this DNA test and finds out that, that Richard James' character lives with just in a few mile radius of where she, where she lives. Oh. Okay. And where do you fit in in all of this? I'm yeah, assuming so if there's... Gonna, yeah, we'll go deeper down that hole, I guess, uh, while the cat's out of the bag a little bit. Um, the Basically, Amy reaches out to Richard and says, hey, I'm your daughter. Um, and Richard is, of course, taken aback. And he didn't know he had a daughter. Um, he, he, was, he, had, was in the, the, he was in the military. And um, when he met Amy's mother uh he had to leave you know to go to 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 be in the service mm -hmm. so he he didn't know and he came back tried to find her couldn't find her and so um amy Tigar, amy amy's character was was uh was realized was born and so amy had lived with her mother at the time you know single single mother and mm -hmm. um and then when her mother her mother passed away when she was young when she was pretty young um, and she was put in the foster care system. So she currently works in the foster care system as well. And um, and how I come into the picture 
So, so James Tupper's character, Richard invites Amy to come spend the holidays with him. Okay. Meanwhile, my character, Chris, uh, my father and James were in the military together. They had done a couple tours together and, uh, um, and, and spent a lot of time. They were best friends. And my parents passed away tr- tr- from a tragic car accident when I was 22 years old. Uh, so after not really wanting to have anything to do with the holidays over you know, a couple of years, James's character finally convinces me to come spend some the holidays with his family. And so they've taken me under their wing for around eight to 10 years at this point now. And so I, every Christmas I go and spend time with them. So he tells me this one year, he goes, Hey, can you pick up this girl? Um, she's going to come spend this, the holidays with us. And I'm like, well, yeah, okay, sure. I'll, I'll go pick her up. And, uh, he doesn't tell me that it's his birth daughter. He just says, he just tells me, he says, he says, I think you're going to have an interesting, interesting conversation with her. Just tell, ask her how she's involved with, with, with me. And so I, I find <laughs> this out in the car with her and it's a great, it's a great scene, actually, this reveal of like who she is and, <laughs> um, and it kind of adds to our fun banter that we mm-hmm. have back and forth because we have this great immediate connection and chemistry, Amy's <laughs> character and I, and, uh, and it's all, you know, it's a, it's a lot of, it's a lot of just, you know, some good, some good comedic beats there, but, um, that's, that's how my, how I'm involved. So I, I basically am spending the holidays at, at the Hendrix house alongside Amy's character. Oh my God. Okay. And I wonder what could happen at the end of that movie. (laughs) I wonder. I wonder. (laughs) Gonna have to watch. Uh, um, So I know Hallmark has kind of taken this new direction with their movies and adding a lot more comedic elements. Would you say that's the same in this movie? Because I feel like the premise sounds very serious of, you know, this girl coming out of foster care system and finding her family. It's almost just reading the the two sentence synopsis that we have here currently um it sounds more like a hallmark movies and mysteries type of movie but it's on hallmark channel so would you say it's kind of got that elevated comedic stuff yeah absolutely and i think that's just kind of the tip of the iceberg they they're taking risks in so many different ways no i think the hallmark i love the direction they're going you know with with you know, interracial marriage, same sex marriage with these storylines that are, um, you know, not the norm for Hallmark. And I think it's just, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's bringing a lot more, you know, a, a lot more of a diverse audience. And, and I think that it's, it's kind of really setting precedent to the movies that they, that should be told. And it's about real lives, right? This is, like the world consists of so many different type of types of people. So why, you know, why not tell those stories? And, um, and it is, it's, it's funny, you know, on paper, you've, this is, there's a few people that, that have said that Casey about this movie. They're like, isn't, shouldn't this be on movies and mysteries, but acting in the movie and seeing the way James's character plays, uh, you know, plays his part and, and how, authentically uh awkward he is with the whole situation in a way where that's that's the way you know somebody would be given this situation of just like your daughter showing up and i mean if if i had a daughter out there uh that i you know had conceived before i met my wife didn't know of it well i'd be i'd I'd also just kind of i'd be 
freaking I'd be out. nervous in how, in how she'd be accepted with my family. But, mm-hmm. um, but I would immediately open her up, you know, op- open up my household to her with open arms and invite her in. And so James does a great job of, of towing that line of being, um, of holding court and just owning up to the fact that this is, this is, this is what it is. Mm-hmm. And, um, I don't know how we're going to, how, how this is going to play out, but just know that I'm here for you. And, and, and so, and there's also a really great, um, they, they dig into the heritage of the family, which is really cool to keep it even more specific is there's like this Scandinavian, uh, storyline that the grandmother comes and she Norwegian, sorry, Norwegian, um, storyline, the grandmother comes and it's, it's fun because it's, it's, so Amy's brought into the immediate family first. Mm-hmm. And then there's this mass, then the, the, the big family gathering happens on Christmas oh, yeah. Eve where it's everybody. It's literally, it's like, there's like 35, 40 family members there. So she's really thrown into the lion's den. And so I think just the, the situational comedy of, of it all really um, is magnified just based on the numbers of, of the amount of people that she now has to go around. And, and Richard is like, and, and this is your grandma and this is, this is your great cousin. And this is your, you know, the, you know, the great, great niece of the so-and-so. And the, you know, it's like, it's, you know, this is cousin number four, cousin, cousin number nine, like he's just going around the, the room. And meanwhile, Amy and my character are, you know, we we're connecting on so many different levels because I had, um, I had lost my parents she was coming from a place of not having necessarily parents, um, birth, you know, not knowing about her, you know, not having a birth or a bloodline uh, still alive that she that she knew of until this moment where she's she she has she finds out she has uh, Richard. Mm-hmm. So, still very tentatively, kind of, you know, trying to figure out whether or not she wants to continue to spend time there and like, and, and, and open up this can of worms, you know? So it's, um, yeah, it was just a really, I think it's, and that's, that's all there's, there's, there's a, there's really, there's a really funny kind of, yeah, there's a lot of fun to, to that awkwardness that, that that's happening. So I think that's where the comedy comes in and, and, uh, and Amy is so talented and, and it's, um, yeah, she's she's very un, unassuming in the in the way that she plays things. It's she is you can tell that she's just looking at everything in like wonder, and she's just absorbing and and connecting with different people and uh, and the storyline between you know Richard's do- eldest daughter and her is really beautiful. How she's building the trust and and at first kind of puts up the, these walls like who are you? How did this even work out? How are you even my dad's daughter? And you're so much older than I am, but she was the older, she was the eldest daughter. So there's kind of that like control thing going on. Fight for the title. Yeah. The fight for the title. Yeah. I see. Well, Hey, uh, speaking of heritage, let's go down that road. What's, what's your heritage? Where, where do you hail from? (laughs) I'm a mutt. I don't know. I, I, I have to do one of these 20, uh, 23 and me DNA. Tests, oh, so you've never done one. I've never done one. I've never oh, done okay. one okay. right now. I just know I'm Canadian and <laughs> that's, I'm a mutt from Canada. 
that'll that'll do that'll do, that'll do right? <laughs> <laughs> but i i definitely want to do that people people have said that they've it's really changed their perspective on who they are and yeah. they've kind of like wanted to venture into understanding more of like let's say they're five percent native or mm-hmm. you know um first nations or or if they're whatever it is, you know, it's like, it's very interesting to, to, to find that out. So I am, I am definitely open to that. Yeah. I'm Irish, Italian and Welsh. And I definitely can, I can definitely, uh, I can definitely identify with the Irish and Italian. I talk with my hands. I get, I get fiery when, when it's the right situation. So yeah, I, I like knowing that part about me because I'm like, yeah, that's the way I am, the way I am. (laughs) Great. I like how you say I get fiery in the right situations. I get fiery in the right or the wrong situations. I don't know. depending (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, no, I've taken one of those DNA tests just to see if there's anything more. It's hard with Asians though. So I'm, I'm Filipino, um, three fourths Filipino, one fourth Chinese, but it's, it's hard because, um, even in the Philippines, there's a bunch of people coming from like Malaysia and China and, you know, that Southeast Asian area. Um, so it is a little harder to pinpoint to see like, Oh, you know, did I have relatives come from Spain because of Magellan in the Philippines? You know, that's where I was going with that, but, um, still fun to discover. And then my father-in-law took one. Um, and so we have confirmed he's basically English straight up English. And then some of it changes because as more people are taking it and you're connecting, it's like this whole algorithm of sorts, super fascinating. And then it is very fascinating diving into the archives and seeing like, Oh, this relative, like for my husband, his relative, like came over, emigrated from England to here and all these things. It's so fascinating. I, I, (laughs) Cammy, did you do yours on, uh, 23 and me or did you, what did you, how did you find out yours? No, I just, I knew it from, I knew it from genealogy work. My parents were really, really good about keeping genealogy and my mom's sister, she did, she put together a whole book of my, of my grandmother's and of my grandmother's family that came from Italy. So. Oh, that's, that's awesome. See, yeah, yeah. I wish my parents did something like that, but they didn't, they didn't, they didn't. Well, when all. you take the test, you're going to have to let us know where you I come will. from because I'm betting that there's, hmm, what I'm do you think? Say Norwegian, maybe a little bit of Swedish. Yeah, maybe, maybe. We'll see if I'm right. <laughs> I know that both sides of my parents were, uh, are, are hardcore Brits. Like they okay. were, so, but that I mean it, that means there's there's still there's probably still a lot of different mixes there. Well, yeah. you know, it could be Welsh, it could be Irish, it could be Scott. You know, I don't mm-hmm. I don't know, but I, I I don't know if there's oh um, Scott. Yes, I can I can see you being a hardcore Scott, definitely. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll let you know though. Yes, you'll be, you'll be the first two to know. All right, All right yeah. <laughs> We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. From the best-selling author of Hallmark's Hearts Landing series comes a heartwarming story of four friends. These four women get a second chance at life, love, and happiness when they convert an aging beach house into a first-class inn and cafe. 
Leigh Duncan's brand new Sugar Sand Beach series is the perfect escape for fans of Pamela Kelly, Rachel Hanna, and Debbie Maycomer. Beginning with The Gift at Sugar Sand Inn, this is sweet women's fiction at its finest. Escape to Sugar Sand Beach in this complete five-book series, now available exclusively from Amazon and Kindle Unlimited. For more information about Lee, visit her website at leeduncan.com. That's leeduncan.com. So so you gave us a lot of really good nuggets about the actual storyline of my my Christmas family tree airing. Um, Do you have any fun behind the scenes stories you can share? Um, I know, I know it's a little hard because we haven't seen it. So it's like, you know, trying to pick and choose, but do you have anything fun? Yeah. You know, I always find this funny that we, we get on a location and it, it, it happens, it happens more, more now, more and more in Vancouver because it's, it's really shot out, you know, Vancouver, they shoot these things all the time there. So whenever you're in Lang- Fort Langley or um, Maple Ridge or uh, Elder Grove, there's all these different places that, that, you know, that they shoot constantly in. You always like every other film will be on one location that the neighboring business or the neighboring house is just had it with you. They've just, ha- they oh. just had it with, with shooting. So they'll do everything in their power to, you know, ruin your day and it just so happened that the house that we were shooting in for eight out of our 15 days was next door to a house that was exactly that they i guess there was some family feud going on between the two households and this guy these this son this son and father every single day they were they they would do their um their blow their blower they're like you know uh, the the blower they were pressure washing they pressure washed every single item in their entire house over the eight days constantly they were and it would you know i I had to i had to work through it because i was like i'm going i'm going over i'm going over there i'm going over there i'm just going to tell them my you know piece of my mind or whatever but so that's kind of some fun behind the scenes stuff just know that anytime we're in that house there's a blower at full blast or like a pressure washer at full blast going and they would blast music outside as well. But, and the playlist was actually pretty good. So I have to give, I have to give them that. Like I was, I was kind of rocking out every once in a while, mm-hmm. you know, summer of 69, you know, anything, anything, you know, blasting guitar. They, they had, and, and the eclectic as well. I have to give that to them as well. They, they had days where they'd be blasting reggae. They'd be blasting, you know, old eighties, eighties rock metal, you know black sabbath stuff like that so um anyways that was a, that was a fun little challenge fun challenge that we all had to work through and, and keep our focus as mm-hmm. summer 69 was blasting outside our windows right um, <laughs> while you're filming a christmas interesting movie. background to a kissing scene <laughs> yeah yeah see that, that those are those are the things that that you don't think about when you're watching the movie that we're we're, we're, we're kissing to black sabbath you know um <laughs> So, so is ADR going to be a challenge or was it a challenge if you've already done the ADR part of it? I already did the ADR and surprisingly I didn't actually have to do too too like it wasn't uh any more than any other movie that I've done. So okay. it wasn't that bad. It's the kids though that I was more concerned about cuz some of these, you know, these younger actors this was their second movie and it was a it was a great 
spot for them. You know, they, they, you know, one of the actors, this is his, this was his, his first role. And so anytime he had, you know, had to say some lines, you know, there'd, there'd be, you know, Bob Marley would be in the background or whatever, you know, just so anyways, that, that was a fun little behind the scenes. And also another one was, I didn't, I knew James, I knew James Tupper. I know his face, but I don't really, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I don't really watch TV and I don't watch a lot of movies, uh, unfortunately. And I probably should watch a lot more. Um, but I watched the bachelorette. Uh, I binge the Bachelorette. I like the bachelor. We, we do, you know, we do good bit bachelorette bachelor nights here yeah. and bachelor in paradise, BIP. We do yeah. BIP as well. <laughs> oh my. Um, <laughs> But anyways. I have no judgment because I can neither confirm nor deny that I have seen my fair share of VIP, the Bachelor. I'm, just, I'm throwing it all on the line here, guys. <laughs> so it's revealed. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Reveal the big reveal. Um, but I said to my wife on the third day, I go, I go, man, I'm working with this guy, James Tupper, and he's so great. It's it's a lot of fun to work with him. And he's he's a little he's a little bit more and for lack of better terms, like a little bit more messy with the way that he is approaching a Hallmark movie. He's not so like polished and he's just, he's a little more off the cuff. And, mm-hmm. and I love that, you know, I, I, I appreciate that. So our, our, um, our ad libs were great. Like we were just, I was just would listen to him and respond and think, and yeah. things would happen in the moment. We were, it was just a beautiful acting experience. So um, on the third day, I call my wife and she's like, what's his name again? Like James Topper. She goes, I recognize that name. She's like, wait a second, Andrew, didn't he play our best friend's father on her show? And so we realized only three days in that he played our best friend. Emily uh, was on a show called uh, Revenge and uh, and he played her father on that show. And she's like a lifelong friend of my wife and mine. And so when I told him that on day three, it just, you know, we were kind of best buds already. And then it just kind of like solidified our uh, our bromance. So it was uh it was great. It was great to to find that out as well. Cause he, he loved, he loved working with Emily and, and, and her husband, now husband, Josh as well. So, so much. Aww, that's so awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. We got something fun coming up that we want to talk about your appearance at Rama drama. Woo! Oh yeah. <laughs> yes. January 7th through the 9th at West Palm beach, Florida. You bet. I can't so, wait. Are, are we going to get the beard in Florida or are you shaving it off to get some sun? <laughs> what do you guys think I should do? Shave it off. I think you should keep it. <laughs> oh, we're split down the middle. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Yeah. That's kind of the, uh, the, on the, de- the debate I'm hearing a bit from both sides, but well, you know, always- I'm always going to vote clean shaven. That's just this, you? this is true. If you go back in the Twitter recesses and the, the cobwebs <laughs> of Cammy's Twitter, you will see some debates about team clean shaven versus team beard. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's with true. Anybody, with anybody. It's true. Well, anybody. Look, at Ty- look at Tyler Hines, for example. Tyler kept the beard for a really long time he and then did. he shaved it off and people were like, ooh, who's this guy? You know, <laughs> so so maybe I'll just maybe maybe when I feel like you know, everyone's been sick of me. I, I'll just, I'll keep the beard and then I'll just shave it off. And then I'll get a resurgence and people, you know, people wanting to be people being interested in me again. There you go. 
There you go. Tyler got his haircut too, I think, for this last, the Christmas movie. Because I remember his hair had been the same for the last three movies that he'd been in. He's Yeah. He did a movie every season this year. And then I remember seeing the, I think it was maybe behind the scenes. And yeah, I did have that reaction. I was like, who is this? Who's on Tyler's (laughs) Instagram? There we go. (laughs) No, I, uh, you know, I've just been keeping my, my, my kids have been, my son West has, has, uh, he's joking with me. He's like, daddy, are you going to grow till Christmas and be Santa Claus? And I'm like, yep, that's exactly what I'm going to do, buddy. I'm just going to keep it till Christmas. So if West has anything to say about it, I'll probably, well, unless I get another job before, before the holidays and who knows, maybe Hallmark will let me keep this, but, uh, probably not, but, uh, <laughs> let's be real. Let's be real. Probably. Yeah. Let's be real. Um, but yeah, if he has any, any say in the matter, he would want me to keep it until Christmas. So would, um, did you ever attend conventions when you were younger as a fan? I did not. No. I, I did not attend any conventions, car shows. I went to car shows. Okay. Uh, but no, I didn't. I had my first convention experience at the Christmas con. When oh. you were there as a guest. When I was there as a guest wow. in New Jersey mm-hmm. two years ago now. Yeah. And I came in uh, on the last day. I was hope I was hoping to be at all three days, but I came in on the last day. I had a, I had a, another engagement that I was doing, but, um, but I, I couldn't, I was blown away. I was blown away at the fans. I've never, you know, I'll, I'll be around town and, and randomly, not so much in LA, a little bit in LA, but mainly if I'm in, you know, New Mexico or uh, parts of Texas or something, people will stop me at the right aid or still stop me at Walmart. They'll stop me and they'll be like, Hey, are you so-and-so from the you know, Hallmark channel? And, um, and it's pretty cool. It's like, it's like, honestly, it's like Leonardo DiCaprio is in the Walmart, you know, but I guess that's how much Hallmark plays in, you know, in those, in those different markets. But, um, I, uh, I was blown away at the, at the crowd in New Jersey and how many people were there and you'd walk out on the floor and it, it would just scream your, the whole floor would just scream your name. And it was, love you. It was unbelievable to see. And I was, I, you know, and really it was kind of emotional too, because I was like, this, this is the impact that, you know, that it's, that it's making on people's lives. So it was just a really, uh, it was a big eye opener. And I, I, I loved, I loved it. I thought it was a, you know, great. It was a lot. It's a lot. Obviously you want to give everybody the, the respect and the time that everyone deserves for being there, waiting through the line, you know? And, and I think my, my downfall is that I, I'd like to spend time with people. I'm a, I'm a communicator and right. I, I, I really enjoy, you know, seeing or hearing their stories. So at a certain point, people are like, God, Andrew, there's like, you know, 300 people here waiting to, to you. You got to speed it up. It's eight o'clock at night. <laughs> oh, gosh. <You> know? Yeah. I was going to say, I think the fun thing about Rama drama is that it is um, intimate, like, from what we've yeah. heard from Gabrielle and talking to her, it's a very intimate experience where you do get a little bit more of that, you know, I don't want to say one-on-one time, but you know, you, you get to know people um, more and build that a little relationship bit more one-on-one. than, you know, you, a, a quick, you know, signing or picture selfie or whatever. So I think it's going to be really great for everybody. Um, I can't so- wait for Roma drama. Yeah. Rama drama. Yeah. It's uh I had heard from Tyler, Paul, 
uh, Ryan, you know, I've, you know, we all, we all chat behind the scenes and, yeah. you know, I heard, I've heard, I heard really great things about the Nashville uh, con. And so I'm looking forward to Florida and obviously Nashville was their first one. So they had to work at some of the kinks and I, I heard that it kind of went off without a hitch. So it was, it was, it was great. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. And also it works out great because I'll be in Montreal, Canada, excuse me. And, um, I will leave our kids there with the grandparents and my wife and I, I think are just going to fly down together to Florida and we'll make a little vacation out of it. Kidless, kidless yes. vacation. Yes. yes. In parents gone wild. Parents yes. gone wild. <laughs> so if you had ever gone to a to a convention, it would have been a dream come true to meet who? Fill in the blank. I don't know where I would what type of convention I would meet this person in, but I mean, I, I love Frank Sinatra. I think Frank Sinatra oh. would be an incredible person to meet. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I would, I would have to say Frank Sinatra. I did, you know, I'm, I'm really into athletes as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I'm kind of a fan girl when it comes to athletes and actors. Like I really couldn't care less about actors, to be honest. Like, I, I think it's cool. I think it's neat, you know, like, like Leonardo DiCaprio or Christian Bale, these guys that really transform themselves. And I, I love their, their work. Philip Seymour Hoffman, you know, yeah. when he was around. Um, but athletes for me are, are really special because there's the, there's the mental, there's the physical and, you know, you need to just, you have to have a good character as well. You know, a person, if you're going to play a sport, most, most athletes, you know, I don't want to say most because there are a lot of athletes that don't live the most integral lives too, right. but just like anybody, but I did what I was going to, to wrap it up. I did meet one of my heroes a bunch of years ago. I did a movie with him called God bless the broken road. His name is yes. Tomlinson and Ladanian oh, Tomlinson was yes. the running back for the San Diego chargers. They called him LT and he was, he won MVP of the league one year. I was a running back growing up. So just to hear his stories about how he made it to the NFL and then how he, more interestingly enough, how he got, how he decided to retire so much younger. He, he retired. People were, were super surprised. And when he retired, he said he retired when he, he was playing for the jets at that time. He got transferred to New York or he got traded to New York and he was about to go into a, he was, he was out of town. He was playing on the road and he spoke to his, on the, on the Saturday night, he spoke to his, his wife and kids and when he got off the phone, he, he said, I, I miss them. And I just wanted to be there. Oh. And he goes, that's the thing with the, with the NFL is if you have that little bit of doubt in your mind, it's such a dangerous sport and you're, and you know, you, you never want to have that doubt. Mm-hmm. So he goes, I knew that that was the time that I had to initiate my retirement, my, my, you know, being retired or, or retire retirement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's how he decided to retire. He's like, I had a little bit of self-doubt on why I'm doing what I'm doing and, you know, if I should be here or not based, based on his family. And he said it's the best decision that he ever could have made because he saved himself probably a lot more concussions and injuries and all these things. So, and he's probably. just a sweetheart. He played a pastor in the movie. His mother, uh, his father was a, was a pastor growing up. Oh. So that's cool. Yeah. That is awesome. 
So with Rama Drama, the word on the street is that there will be a karaoke with the stars night. So we would like to know what is your go-to karaoke song? What can we expect <laughs> Andrew Walker to be? What are we gonna hear Andrew on Walker Friday night? <laughs> Guys, no joke. I have a list that I have that I keep in my emails of because you know when karaoke hits, every time that when when you're asked when you're at a karaoke night, you never know what to pick. I'm always stumped. It's so true. I just keep a list that I've emailed myself of songs that I need to, I need to sing on karaoke night. And I mean, I'm a huge Hall & Oates fan. So, you know, there's probably a little Hall & Oates sprinkled in there, Private Eyes or, um, um, you know, uh, what's the other one? Um, Private Eyes are watching you. You know, yeah. bye-bye. It's yep. in your every move. Um, and then there's, what's, what oh, else? Oh, I want to see you bust um, out on that one. Oh yeah, that'll be so cool. I like, I'm, I'm like, I like a little soul, you know? Um, I, what's another one? Some ballads, some ballads. Um, oh man, I'm, I'm blank. See, this is why I have my list, my email list. That's, <laughs> this is why I have Def Leppard. There's some Def Leppard. I'm, I'm yeah. big on the 80s, the 80s glam rock, you know, okay. something like boat, some boat rock. Okay. You know what they okay. call boat rock? I've I've got one for you. Yeah. E- everybody in the entire room is gonna fall off their chairs. Everything I do. Oh, oh Brian yes, that's yeah. a good yes. one. Brian Adams. Brian Adams. Everything mm-hmm. I do. Ooh. There would not be a dry eye in the room. <laughs> I like that. Yes, that might go on my list, Cammy. <laughs> there you go. And and this one this one goes out to Cammy. Everybody, this one goes out to Cammy. <laughs> Cammy Clements. I'll, maybe Cammy, maybe I'll do that for you that night. We'll see how it goes. Just Ooh, throw caution to the wind. There you go. You guys can Yay. do it together. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> Cammy, you want to do duet with, with me on that one? I love that song. I would totally do a duet with you with that song. Everything I do, I do it for you. Yep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah that's a, that's a, that's a, that's like a, an anthem song almost. Too. It is. It's yeah. totally an anthem song. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Oh man, that's going to be a night to remember. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys are going to be there, right? That's yeah. right. Yeah. yeah. Going to be there. Yep. Are you host are you hosting some stuff or are you um There it's there's still talk. Mm-hmm. The, okay. There um but there's there's a definite possibility that we will be yanking you aside and having an interview mm-hmm. to go on the podcast. <laughs> so, yes. yes, we'll be covering it on the Hallmarkies podcast. We'll nope. I'll probably be Instagram storying my, I'm here with my mask <laughs> in, the, <laughs> in the airport. I'm coming. Oh, here we are sitting in the hotel lobby. Who do I see? Uh, <laughs> <I snag>. <laughs> so, yeah. So Gabrielle has been really great w- working with her yeah um, on some of these things she just, seems like a sweetheart yeah yeah, she's yeah she does sure. hey hallmarkies it's time to take a quick break to talk about something super fun how would you like to party with your favorite celebrities from the christmas and seasonal movies that you love so much if you enjoy watching romantic dramas on network television and streaming services you don't want to miss the rama drama live event coming soon in 2022 
Spend the weekend escaping into the Rama Drama world and meeting your favorite on-screen celebrities like Trevor Donovan, Ryan Pavey, Andrew Walker, Jim Lilly, Wes Brown, Brittany Bristow, Aaron Cahill, Rob Mays, and more. These fan-focused in-person parties cater to movie lovers just like you. Make memories, leave with photos, autographs, swag, and an exceptional experience to last a lifetime. Join us in Palm Beach, Florida on January 7th through 9th, 2022 at the Palm Beach Convention Center. You can get more information and your tickets from ramadrama.com. Again, that's ramadrama.com. All right. Well, to finish up, tis the season. So we just have some fun Christmas questions. What's right. your what's your most memorable holiday family tradition from when you were a boy? My most memorable is all this, the sing-alongs that my family has. We, I come from a, 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 a musical family. Perfect. My mom is an <laughs> incredible pianist. My cousins are incredible singers. My aunt was a music teacher, elementary school music teacher. So she plays piano and she's, you know, she sings. And my uncle uh, is a, was a trumpet player and vocalist. So we would just, my mom would play the piano and we would just all sing. And we would, we would, that basically would be our entire evening is just, we'd eat and then sit around the piano and sing. That's awesome. So fun. So, Things have changed now, obviously, because of just being so far away. You know, mm-hmm. now, now it's more, you know, we, we, we get to get, it's more fragmented now, obviously, sure. because of my, um, uh, you know, my in-laws now, and there's different things, different things we've taken on. And it's cool because my in-laws, my mother-in-law is, uh, is French from Quebec, from Northern Quebec. Mm-hmm. And so she has, she has other uh, traditions, French traditions that, that they've incorporated into that side of the family. So. Uh, mainly food related, you know, but it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun now to kind of take all those different traditions and put them into the big melting pot. Yeah, for sure. And your kids will love, you know, all the different aspects of the holidays too, with, with the different cultures and stuff. So that's awesome. Well, I have two boys, so they, they love food. Basically. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) I, yeah, I need two more refrigerators in my garage to, to feed these guys. (laughs) <laughs> my mom can totally empathize my friend oh man oh yeah do you have bro- you have brothers five o- five older brothers no yeah. way went through four gallons of milk a week i think oh <laughs> my goodness yeah wow but you were you were protected no one messed with you uh sure yeah we'll go with that <laughs> well, except for the except for the brothers except for the brothers except for yeah <laughs> we'll go with that okay yeah yeah (laughs) so what is a tradition that you've started or that you've continued within your own family Uh, holiday tradition yeah holiday tradition for thanksgiving we've we've incorporated something uh which has been it's it's we do this anyways we pick we pick our son up from school but really sitting around the table and just saying what we're all grateful for and hearing what my son has to say during that time is really interesting. It's always, you know, something funny and, and yeah. you know, outside <laughs> the box, you know, what he's grateful for, but really it does come down to, he's always like mommy and daddy and Wolfie. Cause his brother's name is Wolf. Right. Um, but 
that's that's something that we've really we never did that growing up. Um, <clears throat> my family didn't do that, but and neither did my wife's. But now we sit down on Thanksgiving night and we'll before we have dinner and we'll say, okay, guys, everyone around the table, what are you grateful for? So I really love that new tradition that we have. Um, and uh, at Christmas, some new traditions are we now we do puzzles. We have this every year now for the past four years, my in-laws buy this 1500 piece puzzle and we're back for three weeks and we have to get this puzzle done before we take off again, back to LA. So every night, once the kids are asleep, we, you know, if we, maybe we watch a, we actually, we watch a lot of Hallmark, uh, holiday films during Christmas as well. So we might watch a Hallmark movie and then we come upstairs and we'll, uh, we'll spend the rest of the night doing puzzles, doing puzzles. But I curse that puzzle at times because man, I wait, I go to bed at, I'll go to bed at three o'clock in the morning, drinking one more single malt, you know, where I don't have to. And I just, I don't get my sleep that I need to get. Yeah. I'm, I'm a big sleep guy. I need to get my eight hours every mm-hmm. single night. So. Oh man. Yeah. 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 That's a fun one. That is a fun one. That is fun. Yeah. Puzzles are so much fun. And like you get the whole gather everybody mm-hmm. around and we're just t- chatting and sipping wine and, and you're all trying to, you know, go after the same goal, you know, yeah. and getting the thing made and. After the same goal or after the same piece? (laughs) That's when it gets violent. (laughs) That's it. Yeah, that's it. That's it. (laughs) No, we all kind of, you all have your like little, uh, you know, micro, uh, you know, uh, agendas, you know, or like things that you're all, you're all working on one. You're like, okay, I'm going to work on the candle. I'm going to work on the kettle or I'm going to work on the the Christmas tree or, you know, so you're responsible for that, for that area of the puzzle. Yeah. (laughs) That's fun. If you were trapped in a Christmas movie, what would you choose? Which movie would I choose? Yes, mm-hmm. if you had to be trapped in a Christmas movie. Hmm. That's a good one. Um, I think I would be trapped in... <sighs> I want to say... Home Alone is my favorite Christmas movie, but I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily want to be... Tra- trapped in that's a little dangerous <laughs> yeah it's a little I dangerous see, I, yeah. I feel like you'd have fun you know setting up all the little tra- booby traps now that's true if you were on <laughs> I mean, the side, you would have fun it is pretty setup. fun yeah it is it is pretty fun kevin does a good job and he seems he like he's having a lot of, a lot of fun just minus his minus his you know few moments where he does miss his parents yeah, yeah. so maybe i do want to be trapped at home alone i also love i love I love Chevy Chase and Christmas Vacation. I really love what oh, he's yeah. trying to do. His, 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 the intention is there. He just doesn't ex- execute. Right. You know? um, so if he executed on his intention, I feel like I'd want to live in that movie because he's just a great, you know, the great spirit of, a, of, of what you want mm-hmm. at Christmas. That's what you, you want. You want to have your family, you know, give everything to your family and, mm-hmm. And, you know, not in a material way necessarily, but just a more of like a, um, a Christmas magic way, you know, mm-hmm. you want to build that magic. So yeah, that's what he does. So 
maybe Christmas, maybe Christmas vacation. Well, no, I'd say home alone. Cause I, yeah, I, 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 I'd want to have that challenge that, that Kevin has. Yeah. Okay. All right. You, you can have that challenge and then bounce into Christmas vacation and try and figure out yeah. all the lights and, you know, I know I'm going to get traveling. off this interview and be like, that's, this is the, why did I say that? <laughs> righty. Well, this last question's a hard one. If you were Santa Claus, what type of cookie would you want to be left out for you on Christmas Eve? Ooh. Well, guys, I'm, I am going to be Santa Claus this year. True. So, yeah. Um, yes. Right. Yes. Because I'm going to grow the beard out. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a ch- chocolate chip macadamia nut person. Mm. I like a little chocolate, little nuts. Um, it's got to be warm. Still has to be warm. So they have to take it out from the oven, then put oven. it on the plate. Yeah. That's it. And I have to go down the chimney in like an hour later or like 30 minutes later. Right. <laughs> yeah. That is a good answer. That's a good answer. I like that kind of cookie. White chocolate or milk chocolate? Milk. Milk chocolate. Okay. Milk chocolate. But I do like the macadamia nut uh, white chocolate too. Mm-hmm. I like. I okay. Like, yeah. I wouldn't be picky. It's not like I'd pick up the, the, the cookie and go, oh, man, what did they do? Toss this one out. Yeah, yeah. Cole in your stocking, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Hallmarkies. Well, we got a lot of juicy tidbits out of Andrew today. Don't forget to watch his movie tonight, and don't forget to catch him at Rama Drama West Palm Beach, West Palm Beach uh, January 7th through the 9th. Andrew, thank you so much for chatting with us today. Where can people find you on social media? Thank you, guys. Thank you, Hallmarkies. Uh, you can find me a walk with two Ks, thirty-five, and that's on Instagram. And a walk thirty-five with one K for Twitter. Um, I just, you know, I mix it up like that, so it takes a, <laughs> it takes a little longer to find me. You know? right. I really want to want you to, to, to really find me, you know, that's why I commit to finding him. Commit to finding me guys. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. And I have a, I have a, a a fan page group that, uh, I'm pretty active on. It's, uh, the Andrew Walker official on Facebook. Great. Okay. I didn't know about that one yet. All right. Casey, where can people find you? You can find me on Instagram and on Twitter at Casey underscore underscore Simpson. Yeah, we got to make it hard to find her too. I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, all the other ones were taken. The ones with the one underscore, the ones without the underscore. I was like, well. Okay, yeah. fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me at Cami Drama Girl on Instagram and Twitter. And don't forget to follow the podcast at Hallmarkies Pod, a Hallmarkies podcast all over social media. Don't forget our merch store and our Patreon group because we have a lot of fun there. And we hope that you have a happy Thanksgiving and a Merry Christmas. Bye, everybody. Bye, Bye everybody.